This podcast is brought to you by LTASex.com. Live, laugh, love, LTA Sex. Welcome to Behind Closed Doors, the podcast where we teach you what it really takes to have a perfect relationship. I'm your host, Jerome Stuart Nichols, sex educator and creator of LTSX.com. You know, those glossy Instagram selfies look great, but they don't tell the whole story. There's a hell of a lot that goes on behind closed doors that makes strong, healthy, and sexually satisfying relationships. From the basics of communication and fighting fair, to full-time DS relationships and navigating the politics of polyamory, Behind Closed Doors offers you the expert advice and first-hand experience you need to get and maintain the relationship that's right for you. To keep up with the show, visit ltasex.com slash Behind Closed Doors for links to everything regarding the show. Subscribe to Behind Closed Doors on iTunes or Stitcher. You can keep up with me on Twitter at NotJeromeStewart or on Tumblr at ltasex.tumblr.com. Oh, and as always, if you have questions you want to answer or have some feedback about the show, uh, send it to me, Jerome at LTASX.info, J-E-R-O-M-E at L-T-A-S-E-X dot I-N-F-O. But enough of this shilling bullshit, let's get into the sex and relationships. Hello, everyone. Hi. How's it going? (laughs) Welcome to another episode of Behind Closed Doors. Once again, I'm your host, Jerome Nichols. Um, today's episode, it's a pretty cool one, actually. Uh, today's conversation is about body image and, and attraction and, you know, uh, talking openly and honestly about your desires and your goals and relationships. This conversation came about because uh, after Bubby came home from work last night, he asked me a question about what I wanted to see from his body. And that has been something that's come up in conversation a lot over the last couple of weeks, I say even months. Um, because I told him that, you know, I was sort of mad with his body. And when I say mad, I mean, like, I'm not floored by looking at it I'm not oh my god it's the hottest thing ever about it uh I bodies in general just sort of don't get me aroused like bodies doing stuff gets me aroused or bodies um looking unusually like round and delicious but just the nakedness of itself is not great and like the average person's body a wide average band let's say um doesn't really like force me to look or care even really and that's both to that both says you know like i'm mad about bubby's body but that also says that when it comes to other people's bodies I don't judge them very much. They just are what they are, and that's it, essentially, for me. Um, I think it's... I think the conversation we had today is, is kind of a powerful one. It's one that people don't have enough in relationships. Uh, we like to 
hide the uncomfortable parts of our opinions or uh, minimize them to not hurt the other's feelings. But I think it's a really good idea, maybe not all the time, because maybe there's some things that you just shouldn't do. Uh, but I think that sometimes it's a good idea to, if you have these feelings, these feelings that are kind of hurtful about your partner, to let them be known. Because you're human. And human emotion is some weird shit. So, like, I hate you, but I want to fuck you. And I'm mad about your body, but I really want to fuck you right now. And, uh... I fucking can't stand this bitch, but I'll help her. We do dumb shit all the time. It's 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 so hard to explain and understand, uh, but it's better, I think, to live in a world where, or in a relationship, or in a home where everyone inside is allowed to let their id run wild I think id would be the proper thing sort of like let their animal drive run wild because we live in a world wherein having animal drives is both good and bad but mostly bad and we always in our society at least try to strive to be less human less or less human and less animal because humans are animals and we often forget that so sometimes you'll meet somebody and you'll want to growl at them and no matter what anybody says to you no matter how much they grab your hand nothing is going to stop you from doing that because you are scared and you know we evolved to react these ways to protect ourselves and Sometimes we learn different ways of living that aren't the best for protecting us, but they do serve a purpose in our lives. And even if it's a incorrect quote-unquote feeling or a feeling that's wrong, you can find some sort of growth, some sort of peace and happiness uh, with that situation by talking about it, keeping it inside allows you to judge it but it doesn't allow other people to say hey yeah I don't really like your body that much either but I still want to fuck you too it's weird isn't it you never get to hear that and even if you're just telling your friends and they're talking about how yeah no no I love my boyfriend but you know he's just not that attractive to me like he's not repulsive in any any way he's just you know he's there I love him though <laughs> and that's and that's like real shit though and that's and that's the sort of thing that we uh get through in this episode we also talk a bit about uh body image and you know how we're finding power in each other's uh acceptance each other's uh what is the word that we used approval or finding confidence in each other's approval even me as the dom um, but I think it's a really great episode and I can't wait for you guys to listen to it. So I'm going to stop talking in a minute. But first, last week we did not have an episode. The reason for that is because we moved on August 20th, uh, which is now about like 
15, no, 10 days? No, it's actually two weeks, exactly two weeks. Um, it's been two weeks from now. So, uh, when we had the episode with Garland Jarman, uh, which I... <laughs> I always forget to put the R in his name, and I'm kind of in, in German. I say German. Uh, so I'm kind of proud of myself for putting that in there this time. Yay, me! Um, but we had the episode with Garland Jarman, and uh, after that, I just did not have time to record a new podcast because I'd been uh, working this new part time job and trying to get our house and life in order. So. Uh, yeah, last week just didn't happen. I When I realized there wasn't an episode in queue, I thought to go ahead and uh, put one up, but didn't for some reason. I think I got busy again, because uh, Thursday is the last day of my free free week, and uh, after that I work for the next three days, and I, I, I don't want to do shit, because I'm tired. Now, I say this to you because you guys can help prevent that. The reason why I'm working so much is because uh, I don't really make that much money from LTASX. And when I say that much, I mean none at all. Uh, LTASX is self-funded, so I put you know the money I make from my part-time jobs into LTASX. Um, when you support my Patreon, though, patreon.com slash keepitsexy, uh, the more people who support it, the more ability I'll have to, you know, call off or eventually stop working if you know enough people can support me so that I can get more content done for you guys uh, I do this because I love it and your support allows me to love it and do more of it uh, going into the fall especially I won't have a lot of time because uh I don't know how long this stint back at U of M is going to last. Like, my study is only supposed to last through November, but it may last through October, and then I'll be two months without a job again. So, I'm just trying to make sure that my finances are as stable as possible. Um, if you can, a dollar or two a month makes a world of difference to me. I make, like, not that much money per hour, so... Um, you know, anytime somebody's donating like ten dollars, I'm that's basically like an hour of work between my two jobs, uh, and that's that's a lot. So, think about it. Patreon.com/slash/keepitsexy. I hope you all keep it sexy, and now we'll really, and I do mean really, honestly, no more breaks. Get into the sex and relationships, y'all. That was a very effective lighter. That's not a one? No, the, the, the red wine is just... Yeah. Yes, that is tea. I over-sweetened it somehow. we sat down for dinner you and I were talking about body stuff 
Yeah. You came in after work uh, about 30, 45 minutes ago. And you asked me, how did you phrase it? What would your ideal body for me look like? Is that what you said? Yeah, I said, it was something I thought about at work. I thought, what would Mr. like to see out of my body? Really his body, but my <laughs> Body. The body you've given to me. The body that I walk around in. Yes. <laughs> um, what made you think about that? Like, what brought that up in your head? I think about it a lot, actually. I just decided to ask. I think about my body a lot and how it looks and different things. Why? Or what do you think about? I mean, it's partially out of, like, not having confidence and trying to like oh this doesn't look so bad or sometimes it's like oh that looks horrible like the other day when I took a photo of myself I was like oh god well you found out you had a white person's backside it was really sad (laughs) it was a really upsetting day that caused me to start having like blackouts again and did it really? That was the same day? Yeah. Oh, wow. I didn't know that was so stressful for you. Was it that in particular, or was there, like, other stuff? No, I mean, that was part of it. That was part of the reason. Because um, for the past couple, like, last week, I started, like, passing out again, and really stressed, and I would get really angry, and um, really off. And then I would shut down a lot. Um, And for me, shutting down is like sleeping, except it's not sleeping. It's just like... Comatose. Yeah. You're actually harder to wake up when you pass out. It reminds me of what happened when you had your quote-unquote seizure. Yeah. And I kind of think that it is. Since we know that your your seizure, quote-unquote, was, like, a psychological effect now. Like, it would make sense that you being stressed out, the the, the doctor said your nervous system shuts down when that happens. Yeah. So if your nervous system, you got really stressed one night, like, your body was really stressed. Like, the day of that party, did you work all day? Do you remember? Yeah, you did. What party? No. That was when you cut yourself, you worked all day. Yeah. The day of the Halloween party, did you... I don't... You don't I don't remember. remember. We should find out. We should see if there's a way to find out. And see if, like, work stress and life stress had anything to do with it. Because you seemed fine, but a lot of times you'll seem fine. And Well, I'll, I was fine when I was in aviation school, and then I lost my vision for, like, three months. Well, that's true, too. I wasn't stressed out. I was, like, really happy with my classes, and I was doing really good. But sometimes the anxiety is secret, as as I'm learning. No, it absolutely <laughs> was. You've just found that out yeah. with your... With my own anxieties. Um, yeah. Um, but back on topics to like body stuff. So I was curious, you said that you lacked confidence. And I was I was curious if you found confidence in my approval. I... Um... I do, um, 
I think it comes from a lot of like years of like self hate and body image issues and like BPD without knowing I had BPD. Yeah. Um, because that's a really big like side effect of the BPD is like really like insecure, really. Um, unsure. Like low confidence, unsure of yourself, unsure of your identity. Um, <laughs> it's like kind of the, one of the main facets of it, I guess. But like it comes from that, and it comes from a lot of like fat shaming. Were you fat shamed? I. Um. In, ass chair. Yeah. <laughs> in She'll way, oil this bitch. I know. WD-40. No. PB Blaster, ho. Use the shit the mechanics use. Auto mechanics. Yeah. They're sexy. Sometimes. They can be, but honestly, they don't do the type of work that would really build a great physique. It would build, like, a solid, usable, functional physique. Yeah. Um, yeah, in different ways. I was, like, fat-shamed and, okay. like... Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off. But I feel like I should also say the functional body is also very attractive. Whatever body you have is attractive. Or is attractive to someone, since it's in the eye of the beholder. Continue. That's true. Um, here's a, like, that, and also, like, thinking I had to be skinny and I had to look perfect. Why, what gave you that idea? Um, a lot of people I hung out with were very athletic, and I'm not. Okay. Like, I would try to be, and I just, I'm not coordinated, so I'm not good at sports, except for, like, archery. So. You're good at jerky things. Mm Mm-hmm. Come closer. My fat boy. Um... And so they had really nice bodies, and so I, along with like conventionally nice bodies, yeah, to me they were nice. They had power. I think that's what a lot of people like about them is that they're powerful because they're desirable. Yeah, I could say that. Um, let's see. So I hung out with a lot of athletic people and just like sort of internalized it. Internalized it and also I keep thinking stereotypes, social media, that's not the word. Um your not your environment, but your not your surroundings. Peer pressure? No, but it's like that your social system Social pressure? No. Norms. No, social... Standards. I guess social standards. I don't... There's a certain word for it. Well, what is the thing? It's... Like, how women in a lot of situations are... Like, you have to be this body type or... Beauty standards? It has to do in relation to other people and 
Not, I'm not sure. If I, you think about it, we'll come back to it. But yeah, continue on with your statement. I'm sorry. Um, there's a lot of pressure on myself, and so when I started training for the army, I was a lot skinnier than I was am now, and I was more like lean muscle, and I felt really good, and I looked, I thought really good. <clears throat> but you know it was really anxiety inducing trying to fit that and uh, you know when I met you and like started working through stuff it was like oh wait I'm happier being larger mm-hmm. you know and that's when that whole thing came into play really oh I thought you were like that before you met no I was the exact opposite huh, I was very I need to be like Hollister. I don't even want you to be like Hollister. I don't like their bodies. Mm-mm. It's like they have the bare minimum of muscles to give them like a shape. Yeah. But that's interesting. I, I, I really didn't know that. Before I, I will say, before I met you, I wasn't super confident in my own body. Yeah. Like you had lost all your weight, and you were down to like as thin as you've ever been. Thin is relative. I was still like 300 something pounds. But still, like that's awesome. Yeah, but I, I still, I like you, I didn't feel like I fit in. I felt like I didn't have the body that I want, which is like, people would describe it as like a muscle bear. Yeah. So... For me, that was, like, a point of anxiety. What didn't you like about your body? Um, it jiggles, and it's weird, and, like, I've lost weight, so now I'm a little saggier. Um, the skin isn't as brown as I would like it to be. But the reason why I asked the question is if you got confidence from my approval... Was because I get confidence from your approval? Like when I tell you how pretty you are? Yes. And I mean that. Like, I'm not just like... I know. And I and when I first met you, I didn't exactly believe it. I thought you were just being, like, idealistic. And you are. But you also do, in fact, find me attractive. I do. I just... Like, it's creepy because I'm fucking awkward as fuck but I stare at people (laughs) you do and you stare at me all the fucking time yeah because I think you're really cute and I think that a lot of the times I wonder what it's like to be someone or be in their head and how they see the world and live their life I think about that shit a lot and so that's part of why I stare at people because I'm like I wonder how they're feeling right now like doing whatever it is they're doing like how that's affecting their day or like when I see people driving cars, like, oh, where are they going? What are they doing with their life? They're being bitches. Not giving me money or blowjobs or... You know, not buying me cookies or... No. Or, or, you know, giving me, like, keys to a yacht or something useful. They're just being... I'm on a boat. You know, they're just being useless bitches. <laughs> no. Or day. Yeah. yeah. But I, I don't know if I ever told you that I find... Uh, confidence in your approval 
I care what you think of me. I care what you think of me. And I think that's sort of important. Because I know a lot of people would, like, hear what you said about, like, you know, you want your or my body, meaning, you know, the body that you were born with that you have given to me. Um, it's like... Which should be a podcast in and of itself. That should Actually, be a podcast of myself. We, should, we didn't just explore some, that. Because some people were probably like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? They like, they don't even understand our relationship. They just can't even. They just can't even. I know I'm spilling everything. Leave me alone. God damn it. What are you looking for? Kathleen. Kathleen isn't here. Kathleen is everywhere. I mean, she left her lighter over here, but... Yeah, she's never getting that back. Ever. 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 Did I leave my lighter over here? No. Who the fuck do you think you are? I know. Do you have money? Bitch, like, I, I, does it have your name on it, bitch? Flip it over. Oh, my God. Oh, it, oh. oh here you go. Well, maybe you did leave your lighter. <laughs> well, I never. Well, maybe you should have, and oh, she just you, leaves. You bitch. <laughs> no, but, um, another weird thing that, that came up with, like, me finding approval and it's it's really like me being able to see things from your perspective a lot of times the ideas that seem far away or distant or wrong to me yeah are really just ones that i have no personal experience with and nobody's gotten me to understand them because i'm realizing as i get older that i'm great with learning patterns not so great at learning emotions. So I'm not empathetic. I'm probably, like, sympathetic. And I'm empathetic. You're very empathetic. You take on people's feelings and you feel them really deeply. And you know what people are feeling and you may not even, like, know it consciously, but your body is mimicking and your mental state and your emotional state is mimicking everyone's moods around you. Is that why I worry about a lot of fake situations a lot of the time? Probably. I do... Sorry, I do that all the time. I will make up fake situations in my head and get so emotionally invested in them. It's crazy. And that's why I'm trying to do what Randy said and just see them as a thought instead of like Good or bad. Randy being your therapist. Yeah. Um. So. That's helped a lot, but. Yeah. I, I do that. And in case you're wondering, we, we are taking our own advice and enjoying some marijuana during the podcast recording. We find that. I mean, we smoke it all the time because we're recreational smokers, but it's something that when we're talking and having conversations it sort of keeps us loose and keeps the anxiety level low so that we can keep our lips jabbering yeah. uh, and actually get some conversation done no and focus and focus it also focus it does help with focus I wrote my um, this has really nothing to do with anything we're actually talking about well then let's talk about that later and let's get back to what I was saying about the other weird thing that I learned from, like, what viewing you, things from your perspective. What else did you learn? 
I learned how to appreciate black people's bodies mm-hmm. because I just didn't have the words or like I couldn't see. It's, that's loud from over there. It's weird. Okay. Um, so like from my perspective, I, I just didn't have the words or the sentiment or I couldn't connect with the idea of what was attractive about black bodies. Like everybody knows what's attractive about like white bodies because white bodies are on TV all the goddamn time. They're everywhere. And they're, and we're sort of like taught how to eroticize them and when we should eroticize them and what we should eroticize about them. But that sort of leaves us not knowing what to do with other people's bodies. because white people's bodies are not analogous to everyone's body so like while a lot of people may think oh yeah you're just showing a body and the body is white but like that's not the case that's not the case they have different types of bodies they have different type of muscular structures they have different type of faces and skin colors and hairstyles and the way they carry their body and cell shape like they have different (laughs) sorts of everything and like we're essentially the same but it's hard to make those quick connections when what you see on the surface is like so different. Yeah. And I think that's a lot of, um, I think people's anxiety with their body image maybe is because they see that, you know, ideal on TV and it's almost like kind of brainwashed in, you know, like, oh, you know, beautiful people look like this. Or, you know, you'll have more friends if you do this and look this way. And White is right. Where you been? <laughs> <laughs> Acting brand new. <laughs> We're, I am a tax-paying American. Everyone I, knows this. <laughs> I feel like my rights are being... What do people say? Hurt. Feel- You're trampling on my rights. Yeah. You're I'm infringing being- upon my freedoms to be an asshole. <laughs> but yeah, I, 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 I thought that was an interesting thing. And yeah. it's something, like, you, you notice now, like, you probably don't remember exactly, but you notice when I'm pointing out guys that are hot, yeah. I do point out a lot of black guys now. Yeah. And it's weird because I'm a black guy and I should be able to find black guys hot. But you know what? White brainwashing is a bitch. Um, so. I like what I like. You shut up. <laughs> I'm not trying to brainwash nobody. I just like what I like. <laughs> he winks at me. Not suddenly at all. Well, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> but, you know. So body image is like this weird thing. And I, I understand if you sort of like need my perspective through my approval um, to give you sort of like the freedom to enjoy your body or like the direction the I'll say this because that actually made me think of it the reason I asked you to like, hey, do we have money for, like, the gym or whatever? Okay. Which you asked me when I told you that the body type I would like is, you know, square-bodied, beefy, stocky. Yeah. Um, and that's, not necessarily fat, but more, like, soft muscle. Yeah. And that's, like, in my head what I want. Mm-hmm. You know? I was good with either being floppy, 
jiggly fat or like me yeah <laughs> or beefy and like more like football rugby player like Zach Chris Hemsworth only fat Chris Hemsworth is a cut muscle guy he is he's hung beautiful he is beautiful but he's definitely not beefy no he just has a really nice arms he has really nice everything yeah yeah, yeah. good times uh, he also, needs, he needs shout to out to show. fucking Miss Piggy, yeah, <laughs> for for getting on on that oh, train man. there because uh, Kermit is a handsome little little devil there, but you know what? <laughs> uh, Liam Hensworth is much cuter, and I didn't, and compared to Chris, he's he's ugly as fuck. But like, it's it's it, compared to like you know a frog, and he went down, he downgraded to like you know. What was her name? Susan? What, what? Linda? Terry? It doesn't matter. No, but like... It's a white girl name. <laughs> but, um... You know, he, he, he downgraded to this pedestrian-looking pig. No, she's the head of marketing at ABC She's the head of marketing at ABC, but she's still pedestrian-looking. She is pedestrian-looking. And, you know, she, she upgrades to, like, you know, Thor's brother. <laughs> like, oh. Shit, okay. I mean, he's not... He's no Jason Momoma, but, like... You get it. <laughs> Anyways, I was trying to think of somebody who had a body that you want. There's this guy named Justin oh, Irvine. Um, there's this guy named Justin Irvine. I found pictures of him like doing porn. He was sucking dick, just like pictures, and then like he was a model for Bear Butt. It's some magazine where they they feature a lot of like heavy set men. Uh, bear type body types, beards and whatnot. Beards and beanies and babes and blunts and beers and blunts and bongs and, and brainiacs. <laughs> I can't think of Billy it goats, bayous, and black pepper. <laughs> I can't Bill, think of anything else. Bill Clinton. I don't want Bill Clinton. No, we're not gonna. We're gonna. We're gonna move on from that topic. Actually. I, I I know that like this this topic in your head came up, um, or I know you said you think about it a lot, but it's been coming up a lot in conversation between us, um, in the last couple of weeks because I think I said something to you, I think I said something to you about, um, how I'm just sort of meh on your body. I think I said that before we moved. We've been in this house. It's I think it's the second of September right now. Mm-hmm. We're actually recording on the week uh, that that is going to come out. That's like one of the first times that's ever happened. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, I, I wanted to catch up. We had so many episodes in backlog, and now we're actually sort of caught up to our real life, which I think will be more fun. But it'll probably be a little extra work. Yeah. So you know, to do it more. Donate to that Patreon so I have hey, more time. Um, yeah. Patreon.com slash keep it sexy. Woo woo. Anyways, moving on. Um I will give you a puppy hug. Puppy hug? What's for a that? dollar. Is that is that a hug with your anus? I mean, don't tell all my secrets. <laughs> Damn. Homie, look. <laughs> Homegirl. It's okay. You can hoe if you want to. That's it's my, my booty. You can hoe if you want to. 
Is you that, would hoe to. Is that from the LTA Sex mixtape? Girl, that is from the LTA Sex like playlist on fucking Spotify. I'm gonna make it. I'm gonna no. That's from my debut album. Oh, so now you want Empire? It's gonna be called Keep It Sexy. Mm-hmm. Nah, I'm gonna call it Certified Sexy. Three X's, y'all. I don't know what voice I was doing right then. I think it's supposed to be like Petey Pablo. <laughs> I feel like I feel like that's a that's a good impression to do for right now. Um, but um, part of the reason, like I asked, like about the whole gym thing, mm-hmm. was because I know that if I do it for him. And then I'll do it again. Literally. If I know I'm doing something for you, I can keep up on it. Because I know it's for you. Okay. And so that would actually give me motivation to like go in the morning before I go to work. Because... Instead of me having to chase you. Yeah. Because it's like, oh, like how I go into work. And like it's something I like to do. And it's my job. And I'm good at it. But also, I know that makes you money okay do you does that make that's why i asked about the gym because i know that it's easier to get to because i know how to get there and i mean i have a couple people i could work out with if i really needed a buddy but knowing that you know i want to look good for you that i guess that gives me like drive or motivation i lack my own motivation a lot and that's why I pick up things and then put them down but I never really stop doing them really. I like my own motivation too. Shh, don't tell Bubby. He's not supposed to know this. I mean, he's sitting right next to me but that doesn't mean anything. I'm a pro at this whispering thing. So like I was saying, or like you were saying, what what happened? What happened? Um... Oh, I lack my own <clears throat> motivation, and so it helps me stay motivated knowing that I'm doing it for both of us, you know. That's what I've been trying to remember when I get busy at work. It's not just you're doing it for you, you're bringing, it home, bringing home the bacon for, for your mister. Literally, yeah. You like bacon. I love bacon, but for some reason, undercooked bacon. Hmm. Cold, undercooked bacon. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, I don't like it. It's like a salt stick. It's too salty. It's like a salt stick. It's terrible. I don't know why people do that to themselves. Anyways. But that's, like, why I want to do it and like doing it, like, is because you give me motivation to do things, like... I'm reading a series of unfortunate events, and I wouldn't have just picked that up by myself. You know, when I've been with other partners, like, I get a lot of motivation from other people, because I don't have motivation by myself. It's very hard for me to 
come up with that. It can be hard for me to do that as well. And so I, part of being like... An, Shit, I told my secret. I didn't hear you, what did you say? Nothing, continue. Okay. Um, you know, a lot of me being an emotional vampire and like feeding on other people's emotions and being empathetic and whatever that's kind of one of the good things I can do is get that motivation from other people you know I got it from my family and he got it from his mama I did where you get that motivation from he got it from his mama do you know that's an actual song not the motivation part. It's like, where'd she get that ass from? she get it from her mama. It's a real song. It's a real song. It's a wonderful. It is wonderful. And you know what? I am proud to know that I grew up in a time where that song was played on the radio. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds like a wonderful time, actually. It was! It was great! I love all that. Like, all that ratchet-ass hip-hop. Is great, and they're still making great ratchet ass hip hop. Oh yeah! Oh god, it's so fun. Ugh. Ugh. Black people make great shit sometimes. Ugh. And then I steal it. I steal it. <laughs> I be, steal it. And I even ass white devil. I, th- I steal it and I turn it into Cadillac car. Ugh. Gross. Oh my god. That version was so bad on Dreamgirls. Got me a can of a can of a can. I got, like, shut the fuck I got me bored as fuck. How about up. that? <laughs> Stop. But. So. When something had happened earlier when we were talking and we got off track with two topics. You just finished the first one. Uh. And now I had I I previously had recalled what mine was, and then in telling you that there were two and remembering yours, I forgot mine. So, <laughs> so we're just gonna keep on moving. We're gonna so keep on trucking it. forward. Um, what now? What would you like to do? Like what? Like you, you've been doing like your diet thing, and then you were like, no, I don't know. Like, what What do you ultimately, like, want to see with your own body or, like, your goals? Honestly, since I'm a control freak and I don't like the randomness of, like, fat, I, like, I don't mind looking at it and I don't mind it on other people. I honestly don't mind it on myself. But if I had, like, the ideal, just like, you know, I don't mind living in the smaller apartment or this apartment with X, Y, and Z... I have an ideal apartment that I would have, and it's, you know, bigger and has, like, a sex floor. (laughs) But, like, like, um, you know, for me, like, if I had an ideal body, it would be a lot like the body that I want to see that I said it would be ideal on him from, from my perspective. But that's just because that's, like, my ideal of a male body. It's, you know... Thick abdomen, thick legs, calves. Um, height is not really like a thing. I think they would be described as an endomorphic body. There's there's some guy who described that, and I saw it as a uh, as a caption 
on a fan art photo on Tumblr of Stevani, uh, Steven and Connie's fusion on a uh, Steven Universe. Universe. That was so cute. We just saw that in unison. You don't seem impressed. What? You don't seem impressed. Okay. We didn't say anything in unison. What the fuck are you talking about? Anyways. I started looking at my chicken. You started looking at your chicken and got distracted. Yeah. That's fine. But, oh, I just remembered what it is. Yay. I said to you that your body was meh. And I said I knew that that had sort of set off um, maybe like the, the, the round of discussion about it that we've been having. Yeah. Now... I should also say that me telling you that I was met about your body was just sort of like this honesty thing wherein I try to be really honest with him about how I feel and I'm I'm very sort of like I tell you not to be ambivalent but I'm very ambivalent about lots of things and I, I I, I developed that as, like, this way of, like, being less anxious in the world, is like, having less cares and having less things that would, uh, that would cause me to stress out, things I had to worry about. Because I have, like, all these things that I, I'm okay with worrying about, but I was like, you know what, I'm gonna stop caring about looks, I'm gonna stop caring about this, I'm gonna stop caring about that. Um, but you know what I do care about is money and making sure we have a roof over our head and have food to eat and, you know, like cookies and, you know, making sure like you get better. And like, those are things I care about and those are stresses that I will absolutely take on. But like everything else, I'm just like, I don't have time for it. But that honesty is also a really good way for us to keep honest and open with each other is being honest about the parts that are a little uncomfortable and I I I don't know if I would have been so quick to say that I was eh on it because unless I I, I, I'd I'd seen online on Tumblr uh, again I love Tumblr uh, I'd seen this this photo or no yeah it was a text post where they were talking about how you know love is not always like these great you know romantic trysts and like sometimes you are just sort of like meh on the person but you know you want them around and that's fine you don't have to you know have these like ridiculous taylor swift video ass romantic white people in africa white people in africa fantasies like it doesn't have to be perfect perfect it can be what it is and still be worthwhile. Because I'm sort of met on my own body. But I still think that it's worthwhile. I still think that I'm fuckable. I fuck a lot. So, you know, other people agree with me, obviously. Um, I, I, I think that I'm... I, I, I can be sort of met on my talents. But I like me. I think I'm funny. I think I'm entertaining. I think I come up with good ideas. So, it, you know, it is what it is. And, you know, I think it's a good thing. It is a good thing. And I like for you to be honest with me as well. 
um, I, it, what was it? Nervousness, anxiety. Yeah. Uh, I said earlier that I, I recently realized that I was a bit more anxious <laughs> than I had previously said. I'm, I do twitch a lot. I grind my teeth in my sleep. I worry about lots of different things. I like fantasize about, um, and it is a fantasy. It's not like a nightmare. It's just like, oh, I'm so ready for this like terrible thing to happen. Like, I want the bus to roll over, and what would I do, and how would I get out, and how would I survive? <coughs> and then you get out of the bus, and everyone's a zombie. And start dancing the thriller, and you're like, this isn't The Walking Dead. Actually, that'd be so much more terrifying than The Walking Dead because I would find myself a vault. I'd go find like a rich, rich person's like high tower, and I'd just like raid every building on the way, every room on the way up, and then lock myself in a vault. That's fair. <coughs> and then I'd wait for like a day. No, if something crazy like that is happening. I'd probably stay out as long as I thought I could, just in case humans come by sweeping, because that's something that they would do in like the first week or so after. Yeah, it probably wouldn't take them that long to like realize that you shoot them through the head and they're dead. Especially since you know, whatever. Unless it's like a contagion, that would be more difficult. Anyways. Like that Brad Pitt movie. Okay, can we can we go back? We keep we keep veering off. I need us to stay on topic. I mean, I don't need us to. We can talk. It's our fucking podcast. It's my podcast, and I'll say what I wanna say. What I wanna say. What I wanna. You would do it too if you had your own podcast, but you don't. But maybe you should. I'd love to listen to it. <laughs> it's your podcast. Play it when you want it. I don't know if everybody have have those JG Wentworth commercial commercials. Eight seven seven cash now. Eight seven seven cash now. Eight seven seven cash now. That's the opera one. I know. <laughs> Eight seven seven cash now. Call now. Exactly. Um. So yeah, I think it's I think it's important, and I I wanted you to tell me things that you noticed about me, and you said. Again, we're talking about my anxiety. You said that you knew and you thought that I knew that I was an anxious person and I didn't. I thought I was calm in general. I know that I have anxious moments and I know that I can be like very particular and I can freak out about things certain times. But it's to me, I felt like my overall experience was a lot more calm. But honestly, it's not. It's not. I'm looking back on it and there's like always always something that I'm anxious about and it just moves around from topic to topic yeah once you get a problem solved something else comes up in some other form or situation and I thought like I thought you knew that and so I was just like because you always tell me you know I I got this you know like you just said like you're a control freak like and so I was like oh okay like you know about it does that make sense a lot of like my attitude towards things beforehand yeah I I, I could see how you could feel that way it's 
And why? And also, and also, why I would get upset when we would fight. And I just didn't know. I didn't understand. Yeah. I was supposed to. And because I thought you did, and I was like, "But you, yeah, yeah." But but Mister is not like perfect. I'm not. No, I unassailable. I, I know you're not. I mean, I I know you are, and I don't think of you that way a lot. And I have started to more because it makes you. It makes me feel less crazy. Because you're, you can see my flaws too. Because you, it makes you more real. Yeah, it takes me off the pedestal. We had a discussion about that outside your therapist, um, a few months back, if you recall. I do. That's why I was talking about. Because hmm. I remember. Um. But yeah, like I. I want to be here to help you. Because being worried isn't fun. Like, it's not... Being anxious isn't... Like, it's a normal thing to have, but... Doesn't make it fun or healthy or... Helpful all the time. And I will say that from my perspective, that is similar. Because I know that part of what makes you anxious a lot of the time is me being anxious. And again, that's from picking up other people's feelings. Also. So. And plus it's like my kind of stubby kicks in. And I was like, oh, what can I do to make them feel better? How can I help them? What can I do? But then sometimes I get anxious because I don't know what to do. And I do tell you what to do. Yeah. I tell you, but for some reason it feels like, it often feels like, you don't hear me? Sometimes I can't, it's not that I don't hear you, because I do, and I know that, I understand why it seems that way, but honestly it's, a lot of the time it's I can't connect the dots. That's a lot of what my, like, my brain problem is, it's not that I'm unsure of things all the time. It's that I can't connect the dots with things. And I can see that. That's why it's, you know... I do that too, and I get really frustrated, and then I'll, um, sort of like, my mind will go blank. That, and that's what it's like all the time being me. Like, when all this happened, I had, like, no dots. Then I had a couple dots... I don't. I still don't know how they connect. You don't quite. You probably won't even know this reference, but you won't have one of those like Dexter yarn across the room tracing blood spot, crazy like connected things. You just sort of have like a spider web, maybe. Not even. Not even. Uh, maybe you have like one of those spider webs that from a spider that was like on acid. Did you see those pictures? Yeah, there were these pictures where uh, the spiders were making webs on different drugs. Some of them they made, like, super intricate ones. But other ones they would, like, fail to complete. Or, like, they would look jagged and weird. Okay. And it it was just like... What about the ones on acid? I can't remember exactly what the ones on acid looked like, but I believe that they were, like, wild. 
Wow. Like good? Just sort of like all over the place. Oh, shit. That's interesting. I'll have to look that, have to look that up. I haven't seen that. Anyhow. But. Like. <clears throat> I want you to know. That. I don't think. I really don't think that I'm ever going to be like. I don't think it's important to me. To be like super crazy about somebody's body. Because when I look at people's bodies, even if they're like super duper hot by conventional standards, I will see the flaws. I will see like the weirdness and how it moves and how I don't like that. And I really do think it's just like how I feel about the human body and where I like things to be sort of like perfect and controlled. And control doesn't mean like, you know, tight and taut and muscular. It it means like still often for me. Which is weird because I hate that in people's faces, but I love it in their bodies. That's why you don't like like bitch face. Yeah. That's why it's so like frustrating for you. Yes. Mm. It's not that it's wrong, it's just like you're Give me a fucking emotion that I can I can clearly read. Oh, I don't know what's going on. It's, it's like freaking a me out. Wall. Yeah. Hmm. That's interesting. And I, I like I, I want you to understand that like even if you do get the body that I say is ideal, you may not elicit like, oh wow, you're really hot. Because oftentimes what I find hot about a body is, like, what it's doing. You like photos. I don't really like photos, though. I prefer seeing humans in real life, normally just, like, in clothes. I prefer just watching them. And then I find that arousing. But it doesn't, like, make my dick hard. I just like looking at it. What makes my dick hard is, like, emotional connection. I'm finding more and more. Because when I'm sweet on you, I want to fuck you really, really badly all the time. Yeah. And I do. But then when I'm anxious or distant, then I'm not so horny. Yeah. I'm more like closed off because my sexuality is very much connected to my general brainness, like everybody's sexuality is. Mm -hmm. So like, you know, when I'm sad, I want to come, but it's horrible, but I'll do it anyway. Yeah. When I'm happy, I want to come, and it's like, oh my god, this is everything. I'm gonna do this again, and again, and again, and again, and again. And again. Yeah. Bang, 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 bang. Cause I love you. Bang. So I just wanted to make sure that you know that that might not might not ever happen. And that's I understand that, and in a way. I can see myself being upset about it if you told me that, which is just me being emotional and stuff, but it's for you, but it's not really for you. Like, it's for you, don't get me wrong, but, like, it's mostly for other people. The envy thing. You want people to be envious of you. Yeah. 
Like, look at my master. Look at his puppy. Yeah, I think that's more of like a, a DS mindset. Or like a... It reminds me a lot of what my friend uh, does. Uh, yeah. Um, it reminds me of what her and her boyfriend do where where she's more submissive to him. But his dominance it comes at the it comes as a result of her upgrading him as Beyonce would put it. Yeah. So like she helped him find his confidence and she helped him be better and in turn, you know, he's being strong and and sh- and you know becoming more of the person that he is and wants to be. And she's getting, you know, the boyfriend and the dick down that she wants. Because he's, you know, confident and strong. How and they, that? And they sort of, like, um, challenge each other to do better. And how does that, in turn, say about our relationship and how we do things? Well, we don't challenge each other, like, like outwardly challenge each other to do better. But we do each get better at being a human for each other. We learn new things. We try harder. We we sort of use each other as a catalyst to be better people. What we see as better people. Huh? Well, like what we see as better people. To make ourselves into more of the people that we want to be. Yeah. And we have a similar idea, similar idea of what that is. Yeah. And to for us, it's for me, it's like let's say just just take like being a good partner. I just want to be. I want to be able to support him. I want to be patient. I want to be kind. I want to be gentle. I want to be loving. And these are things he wants from a partner, and I want him to be the same way. Yeah. And just I in different, to. just with like different actions. And see, I think a lot of the part where I, where I get tripped up is I want to do those things too, but then I try and do it in the mindset of how you do it for me, but in my own way when it should just be in my own way, in my own way. You know what I mean? You have to, Steven, you have to fuse in your own way. You have to summon your weapon in your own way. You're a lion in your own way. Be a lion. Be a lion. Fleetwood Coupe DeVille. <laughs> um. Yeah. I think this is a positive thing that we're discovering about each other. Yeah. I was thinking about it today also. Like, you've said to me several times in the past and whatever um, to. that you don't expect perfection. I don't. You know? And that really kind of clicked in today because it's like when I called you today, like we were talking about how, like, it feels like I'm getting better. Like, even though I mess up a lot, like, I feel like, like, overall, it's starting to get better. 
-hmm. or whatever, or like move in the right direction. And I would agree wholeheartedly. I've said so. And it really kind of hit me today, like, wow, you really do. Like, it made me. I don't, I don't know how to describe it, but it made me. It was very reassuring, maybe, that, like, you actually, like, mean things you say. Like, and you actually mean. You actually mean that you mean what you say, mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Because it was like, oh, wow, you know what? I'm not perfect, and I'm, you know, at least trying different things or trying to try different things when it comes up or talk about my feelings, things that, like, are uncomfortable, like, talk about my feelings and different shit. Like, it's like you're still, like, around, like you said you would be. Like, I guess I didn't... Sometimes it takes... Showing love rather than saying it. Yeah. Brandy likes to say that, are you going to show and prove? Words are nice, but you got to show to prove that your love is true and that you are who you say you are. And, you know, a lot of people, like in songs, they'll say, like, you know, I, I made you work for it. You know, Beyonce has my flaws in all song uh, or flaws in all song. Um, what? I don't know why you love me, and that's why you lo- why I love you. You catch me when I fall. Something flaws and all, except me flaws and all, and that's why I love you. Yeah. And I guess there was a level of security in that, or like. Assuring trust? Mm-hmm. I don't know how to put it. I've earned your trust. Like, I mean, I told you about when I was crying the other day listening to that song, and, like, it really sat it, like, it clicked in my brain, like, what you actually do. Like, it's like, I, you know, I've been saying for, like, over a year now, like, oh, he's my dominant, he's a mister, or... You know, this is how our relationship is set up, and this is what we like to do, and, like, this is what he does for me, and this is what I try and do for him, and blah, blah, blah. And it actually clicked in what all that actually means. And it was like that moment, but it was with, like, trust. You saw the light. I saw the sun. And I opened up my eyes and I saw the sun. Yeah. It was a cool experience. Because it was something new. Something I really haven't experienced with anyone yet. Okay. That's why it was so emotional the other day. Like, happy emotional. Okay. I like that. That's kind of what got me out of sleeping all day and feeling so anxious was, like, that clicking in. And it was like, oh. I don't know. 
It's okay that you don't know. It's just like I don't know how to. We're learning things. Them. We're we're in a we're in this period of like rediscovering like our love for each other. We had this period of like we had the honeymoon period. But we were like, oh, I love you, I love you, I love you, so sweet, kissy, kissy, blah, blah, blah. lots of fucking whatever. And now we're getting back into the staple love part, I think, is what's happening. Which is where things normally are with people? Like, yeah, I think, general I think, I think relationships tend to go on a cycle like this. Yeah. Like, this is my first long-term relationship, but I'd imagine that the relationships tend to go on a cycle like this. When you have friends who sort of annoy you, you just sort of, like, stop talking to them for a while, and then you come back. Or, like, you talk it out if you're, like, really good friends. But, relation, like, romantic relationships can be, I don't know why, but somehow more challenging. Anywho. That's true. But I think that's I think that's a good place to like end. Oh, okay. <laughs> it is. Is I feel like I feel like I feel like we've reached our understanding. Unless you have more you want to talk about, then we can keep going. I know I do, but I can't think of it. I don't have it together yet. Well, then if you don't have it together yet, you're not ready to talk, baby. No, I'm not. That's what I'm saying. Shake that. We have a freezer. We don't have ice. We need ice cube trays. Shit, we do need ice cube trays. I've been saying that. No, you haven't. I have. Not out loud. Oh, that's probably true. Yeah, you say things in your head all the goddamn time. Where the fuck are my post-its? the fuck are my post-its? My dragons. Where are my dragons? Where are my post-it dragons? Got a little origami post-it dragons. Okay, anyways, while I'm looking for my goddamn, uh, shit, while I'm looking for my goddamn post-it notes, um, I know I mentioned it earlier, but, uh, if you like this content and you want more of it, you want to keep it going, you want to support Get, if you get a little value out of it, uh, we'd appreciate it if you'd donate to uh, my Patreon. It's at patreon.com slash keepitsexy. Uh, Patreon is P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Uh, and it's just a, a tipping and reward site where, like, if you like the content we make, you can throw us a couple of dollars each month. Um, you'll get a reward. And y- you can use your money to directly... Uh, support the show as opposed to like having to buy stuff uh i'm sure if you want to buy stuff there's things i could probably sell you i'm working on an ebook but you know i'd I'd also like to to you know get that support and that love that you guys show me all the time uh in a way that i can actually like use it to put back into lta sites that's that's usually what most of the money goes into um, especially right now, since uh, although I will say we're up to six patrons <laughs> uh, for a total of twenty-two dollars pledged each month, which is actually about halfway uh, to our fo- first goal of fifty dollars, uh, which covers like all of the costs associated with running LTA sex each month. Um, our next goal, I believe, is ninety dollars, and that includes our internet service uh, that we use uh, that we would actually upgrade if we could. Um, 
upgrade if we could to do work a little bit faster because honestly right now my wi-fi is painfully slow and i don't have an ethernet cable on my shit so uh putting up articles has been a terrible I, i'm back to doing videos and and uh, videos have been terrible so like if i could upgrade my internet service and like i need to buy a new wireless card and a new ssd because I, I bought like a sort of a mid-range computer thinking that i'd be like perfectly fine with it but i am such a snob after having a, a desktop replacement computer for a while that it's and i say snob meaning like i i need to get it done quickly because i have like five videos i need to upload not just one but if, if, if you would like to give we'd appreciate it that's all uh patreon.com slash keep it sexy thanks so much to uh the patrons uh, actually, I would like to give a quick shout out to the patrons. Um, I, this is the first month after the the first push of like getting uh, asking for asking for people to uh, donate to the Patreon. Uh, so one of the things I wanted to do for everyone who was who has been uh, donating so far, I wanted to give you a quick shout out. So Emily Cardona, Debbie Ward. Uh, you can te- check out Debbie Ward. I've been on her show a couple of times now, Sex is Medicine. Uh, you can check out that link on LTASX.com. Uh, look for the appearances. Uh, then there's Stephanie Axberg Jisley. Uh, uh, she works at Pink and White Productions with Shine Louise Houston. Uh, she makes really great porn. She's a very, or I think Jiz prefers they. I think she prefers they as a pronoun. They prefer... Or they are a very beautiful person. Um, then there's a good, good friend of mine, Maxine Hernandez. I should also say that Emily and uh, Stephanie, and now even Debbie and Jiz, have become my friends. Um, so I, I, I don't want to leave those people out. Um, and then uh, Marcella Cruiser, who is uh, another great uh, sex educator out here in the world. I want to thank you all for your support. I want to thank you all for listening. Uh Thanks so much for listening to Behind Closed Doors and love you bitches.